party down location Mysterious Wanna rock this con like my man James Tiberius Jesse and Marina They're mad clever like the Negus Gonna guide you through the scenes Beam from London to Las Vegas Where to go, how to dress, when to sleep, who to see Celebs not to miss, Sardis Wong and SMG Star Trek into awesome, build some memories at last Set the proper course, the Shorely Podcast Boom Um, all right, so here we are. As I started saying, we decided to do this sort of like quasi hangout slash episode to basically talk about the stuff that's coming up. Um, things are very much up in the air about nearly every aspect of the convention that I can think of, simply because of, well, the current circumstances of an ongoing pandemic. Um, nevertheless, I'm curious because I know we have a lot of new people coming. Um, and I have to admit that I have kind of feel for them because you kind of get a very strange experience where, you know, it's not like STLV of, you know, years old. Um, and at the same time, we have a lot of vets returning. So I'm curious to know, like, what do you guys think? How are we all looking into the future? How are we approaching this? What are you doing to prepare? Because as of this recording, we have what year, uh, roughly two, well, actually, yeah, almost exactly two weeks until the, uh, uh, the two weeks until the start of the convention. So before we do that, uh, we have, let's see, there's seven of us right now on the recording. Why don't we introduce ourselves? So I am Marina Kravchuk, one of the co-hosts of uh, Shoreleaf. Uh, my co-host, Jesse, is unfortunately unable to join us as he's recovering. Uh, best wishes to him. And uh, on to well, Heather. Hi, I'm Heather Ray. I used to be a host of Shore Leave uh, and I'm back to talk about STLV because it's the best thing ever. Uh, this is certainly will be an STLV for the ages, uh, is all I could say. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a very unusual experience, I feel. All right. Uh, yes, why don't you take it away? I am Yesenia. Um, I've been to the convention five times, five times? I think so, five times. And yeah, it'll be interesting. And um, oh, Cadet and Moogie, just to let you know, this is being recorded. So if you're not comfortable with that, turn off your camera or um, just let Marina. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's primarily, to, you know, when it's released, it's going to be an audio version. So don't worry about it. Um, but it uh, went on YouTube also. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, since we, Moogie and Cadet, that's a great, great combination. Why don't you introduce yourself? Um, I'm Moogie. My real name is Carrie. <laughs> I don't even know if Yes knew that. <laughs> I think I did. Yeah, this is Cadet. Her real name is Maggie. Maddie. I don't Maddie. even know my child's name. Wow, Maddie. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, and uh, we have been watching Star Trek for a long time together. And then we saw that we could become a part of a watch party through Facebook. And so we joined the watch party and we've been watching it with those folks. And a lot of them are from Los Angeles uh, away team. So um, we've just gone to some of their Zooms also, and we've been getting to know folks in that group. And so at the very least, we're really excited to meet them in person at STLV. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. All right. Um, Catherine. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, yeah, everyone calls me Katie. And... Um, this is my first Star Trek convention ever. Um, it's a gift from my husband. We've gone to Vegas almost every year for the past decade for the convention that goes on right before you guys come along or right after you guys come along. 
um, one of the hacker people, but we're good guys, I promise. <laughs> and um, I'm really, really excited to get out of my house and um, not answer to mommy. And I've grown up on Star Trek. I have, I couldn't tell you the first time I watched Star Trek. It's kind of been my, in my life, my whole life. Um, and it's usually been my mom, my sister, and myself who are, who are the Trekkies. And so I'm supposed to bring back a LaForge signed autograph for my sister and anything Voyager for my mom. That is wonderful. It's Catherine, like Catherine Janeway. (laughs) Yeah, I'm also, (laughs) I live in Indiana. I was born and raised here. Oh, that's perfect. But everyone calls me Katie, so I won't answer to Catherine. Sorry. (laughs) I will, Uh, Liz. Hi, I, I'm um, I'm in my pajamas and I have no makeup on. So hello, that's all right. <laughs> you, I'm the one. I'm also a brand newbie, and I am totally new to all the con stuff because I went to my first con three years ago. That was a bucket list item. Although Star Trek one always was a bucket list item, and I ended up joining a um, cosplay group. And oh, you're gonna hate this. I'm from Florida. <laughs> Oh gosh. So I'm I keep That's joking right. with everybody that I'm going from the fire into the frying pan. I'm not sure. But um I've been a labor and delivery nurse forever. I just retired exactly two weeks ago today. And um I watched Star Trek with my father when I was a little girl. So I'm old, but um I- I'm actually still kind of isolating because I want to make sure I'm well for everything coming up. I'm, I have millions and millions of masks. I've never stopped wearing them and I am immunized. So I, I've been following your everything, everything, every day. I, I have to look at the group things on Facebook. I'm so looking forward to meeting you guys. I, I feel like I know you. I've You all know lovely little Sally. We actually planned a mother-daughter outfit but um, we have all sorts of things planned. And I'm also going on the cruise. And you know some of my friends from the cruise, too. So you can see I talk too much. <laughs> but um, I, I'm fascinated. I, I'm a little bummed because it's like when you go to Disney World, I'm prepared to be ripped off. <laughs> so I'm a little bummed about the restaurants and everything else. And then, you know, when you get those incentives at work, I got Starbucks ones. So I got those for the hotel. But I feel like I just look at you and you're all celebrities to me. It's really very <laughs> exciting. You're far too sweet. But it's it's a wonderful thing. It's like, I, I sincerely hope that this year seems to be the, the, the repeating mantra is like, I'm going just to see my friends or to, to meet new people. I mean, how... We'll see how that's going to happen, but for well, the most I part, it's that, sorry. Yeah, yeah, but I for the most part, I was going to have an affair yeah. with a cup with with a divorced one from from uh, Enterprise, but that won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we we have uh, Stan, and uh, I, I'm actually I do recognize some of the names of the new people, but I do not recognize Stan. So I'd like to know that are we friends through uh, Facebook or you just a general listener who came across our invitation? Please introduce yourself. Yeah. Um, so I'm a newbie, first time uh, STLV. Um, so yeah, I just kind of joined to see uh, any if there's any tips for newbies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm based out of LA and a TNG fan. 
Uh, are you a member of the Star Trek Experiences group by any chance? Yes. Oh, okay. So we've been trying to kind of keep everyone updated with everything that's been happening. Uh, but please feel free if you have any specific questions. There's certainly like whatever cumulative knowledge that we have, we're more than willing to share, even though, as I mentioned in the beginning, at this point, there seems to be like surprises around every corner as we try to plan. And the convention is almost here. <laughs> uh, we've also been joined by uh, a friend, Homer. Homer, how are you? Introduce yourself, please. Hi. Uh, I'm Homer Frizzell, and uh, well, let's see, Marina, I, the last time I think I saw you in person was on the cruise. Oh, so God, yes. A while. And then before that, we saw Kate in a play yeah. uh, on Manila Lane, I think it was, and her yeah. button came off. I mean, you went and saw that play how many times? Seven. Four? <laughs> Seven. Seven? <laughs> Somebody I couldn't is help a big it. Kate fan um i i am uh just kind of getting into going to conventions and and shore leave has helped me to know what to expect especially uh, the cruise that i went on in 2019 was the first one ever and so i was checking that out and then i have aspirations to eventually eventually go to destination star trek in birmingham um but uh Mar marina and jesse certainly have lots of information and Marina, I don't know how many conventions you go to, but it seems like it's like seven or eight or 10 every single year. At some, at some point it got to that point of roughly yeah. there, like somewhere between seven to nine, roughly. And of course the past year and a half have really just changed everything. So we'll see how things will start up. I mean, hopefully some of the conventions, I don't even know how they're going to be doing mixed events or just right. jump straight into doing in person and we shall see i have to say whenever i have a question about a particular convention or how things will go or what i should do i go to marina and i i think i bugged the <laughs> hell out of her but uh, she's always been nice and no, gracious no, no. and tolerant of my questions and, and the answers have all been very very helpful uh i i joined late so i don't know are there other are there other questions that i should be answering uh, no, no, we're just doing sort of basic intro. And as a matter of fact, okay. we do we do not have an agenda for this. This is just a free talk. If you want to bring up a specific issue and discuss it, please feel free to, to jump yeah. in. But uh, cool. something that I mentioned earlier is that I really do want to get people's sort of input as far as how are you preparing for this experience? Are you trying to imagine possible eventualities or are you just basically going with the flow, sort of going through the motions? Because I, I, I literally found myself, I'm like, I'm doing exactly the same thing that I've been doing for 10 years as I've been going to Las Vegas. And I had to stop myself because there are certain things where I'm like, well, now we know that there are things uh -oh. So we have maneuver with the restaurants, you know, um, I'm bringing like a whole box of masks with me. I, I was planning to do that regardless, but now that we know that there are uh, requirements, that's certainly something that goes on the list of things to bring with me. So I'm, I'm curious to hear like how, what, what, how are you preparing yourself for the, uh, for the upcoming convention? Please, every, anyone. Uh, I, I, I can say, um, uh, well, I, I have purchased some costumes and I have ordered some masks. And I'm going with no expectations at all. I figure that's the best. And, and I, I'm trying to um, not listen to hopefully anyone saying, oh my God, last year was so much better. <laughs> and our last time. And um, I think we're gonna love it because we don't have anything to compare it to. So I think we'll be pretty yeah. happy about it. 
just think it'll be, you know, kind of weird because we have to be careful with COVID and follow yeah. all the rules for that. Yeah. It's very valid. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm kind of trying to sort of tune myself to basically approaching it the same way. Like I, the stuff that happened in 2019 and before happened then, whatever's going to be happening now is, is going to be a, a different kind of experience, if you will. Um, anybody else? Um, well, yeah, same. I'm, I think this has been, <clears throat> I've been pinning all my hopes on STLV and I am in the last few days, <laughs> I've been trying to like realign my expectations. Like I was already like cognitively, I knew, okay, I'm going to stay away from the crowds as much as possible. I'm planning, you know, to I'm just planning a different kind of experience, but I don't think it really hit me until um, the picnic that we had on Sunday. LA, LA away team has our picnic, um, our pre-STLV picnic every year. And we just had it on Sunday and we were all, you know, wearing masks and stuff. And uh, I think that's when it started hitting me, like how different STLV is going to be because we're going to be enclosed and um, uh also so many of our friends from overseas won't be there so that's going to be different so and then well as of today now we know that the masquerade will be open um until 1 a.m which seems like so ridiculously early but anyway i wasn't gonna be hanging out at the masquerade much anyway um so i think it's just now dawning on me like how different it's gonna be and i'm just gonna have to um like like moogie said just you know, have no expectations. This will be different. And um, hopefully we'll be able to say in the future, oh, remember that one year kind of like, oh, remember the one year that the, you know, Vegas was infested by grasshoppers. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. Hopefully <laughs> we can say that, oh, remember that year where everyone, you know, had a pool noodle to keep away from each other. I don't know. <laughs> hopefully that'll be it. But um, like I've been saying, COVID's going to be with us forever, unfortunately. Um, but hopefully next year, if we still have STLV next year, hopefully it'll be a little bit more different. And I think once the, the, the workforce, the economy, whatever, once things recover and the restaurants and bars are able to maintain more normal business hours, it'll go back to normal. But um, I think it'll it'll be different. And I think we're just going to have to, like, try to be OK with that. Yeah. I actually, I, I feel like, I feel like we're going to be, you know, like once we actually get there, like once we're there in two weeks, it's going to be probably like, especially for those who have planned all sorts of gatherings and we'll touch upon gatherings in a little while, you know, probably going to think on our feet because you'll have to adjust, you know, well, let's do this thing like what we used to do. And then, oh, we actually can't do that because something will come up. I don't know. So yeah, it's going to be um, <laughs> interesting. Um all right. Well, um, anybody else, you know, whether you coming back or a new one, Heather, yeah, any, um, any, anything, <laughs> any words from you? Uh, I, I'm going to go with um, having no expectations, I think is good. <laughs> that's kind of where I am. And I think that's good advice for someone coming for the first time or someone coming for what a real Marina 10th, 10th time, 11th time, whatever this convention is. Um I really don't know what to expect. I would be lying if I said that within the past few days and the mask mandates coming back, um, I wasn't a bit disappointed because I really want to see everybody's faces and not have to worry about masks. But I also 
absolutely will be wearing my mask. Um, I'm a little nervous about the rates of infection going up. And so that's all kind of, it's kind of hit me at the last moment, the anxiety of, okay, I don't even know anymore. So normally I'd be planning what meetup I'm going to and what outfit I'm going to wear what day. And this year I'm not doing any of that. Uh, I'm just going to go and focus on like seeing my dear close friends and getting to spend real quality time uh, that I never get to because we're always running around. Uh, so that's what I'm focused on. And I hope that for any newcomers, we can still like be really positive ambassadors for the event and the Star Trek community and just make the best of whatever the weekend's going to be. Yeah, I hope so. Anyone else? Marina and Heather, yeah. you've already made us newbies feel very, very yeah. welcome. Thank you. And I, and as I said, for me, as I said, talkative me, I haven't been away in three years. I have isolated because I was a nurse. I have, I'm lucky enough to still have a mom. So I'm, I'm isolating now. I have literally been out twice in the last year and a half. And both times we ate outside. Mom was a surprise party for me last week. And I was even nervous at my own party because some of my peers hadn't been vaccinated. So as I said, I've even bought, and, and Yasinia, you'll appreciate this because we've texted. Um, and thank you as well for your help. Um, I actually bought N95s, which protect me. People have to realize, and the funny thing is I have like 11 and I'm also, I haven't seen my kid in two years and I'm, I'm actually going to go to Denver first um, on my way. Because if I'm going to do it, as I said, I wasn't able to leave my parents for several years. So I really need a vacation. So I'm just happy to be knowing that you guys are around and the potential of seeing so many Star Trek people, you know, wow. You know, it's it's very exciting. So people are still excited. I am nervous, but it's it is what it is. But we as long as we respect each other and being Trekkies, I think we will. That's it. Indeed. <laughs> uh, we we have a new person who joined us. Hi, Gregor. How are you? Uh, would you mind uh, introducing yourself briefly? Good, uh, good evening or good night. It's very late here. It's almost midnight here. Um, so yeah, I'm Gregor. I've been to STV a few times, STLV a few times. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going this year, um, but I was quite keen to join this. If this is going to be the, the closest I can get <laughs> to it um, this year. And if you haven't guessed by the accent, I'm from Scotland. That is the one thing that it certainly is a big loss this year is the fact that pretty much none of the international cadre that normally comes the you know folks from uk and uh, ireland and germany and then australia pretty much no i know a couple of folks from i think i think they were both from great britain and they dropped out something changed or this or that and so it's all going to be just uh, not even our, our friends from, you know, north of the border. Canadians, can, for the most part, are not coming either. So um, it's a bit of a sad state of things. And, um, and unfortunately, that's where we are at the moment. Um, so speaking of um, actually events, I found myself looking over of all the various uh, fan gatherings that, that have come up in the groups. 
shockingly, it's, we have almost as many as on the normal year, you know, like these people are planning a breakfast and here's going to be a pool party. And here we're doing another thing with fan geeks. And uh, it's wonderful. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people will be somewhat taken aback because normally you think about conventions, you know, we, whatever comes up in the schedule, that's what the convention is all about. Um, but uh, still we we have plenty so it, it's nice to see that people are actually looking forward to just seeing each other and spending time together aside from all the convention activities um do, are you planning on attending anything if you are aware of course of what's what's going to be happening and again just to reiterate both uh, the star trek experiences group and the uss rio have the listing of the events that we know of that have been organized by the fans and uh, various fan groups where you know it's either uh like literally just meetups we're still planning in newbies even though it's still a question mark whether we will be able to use the i-bar <laughs> we shall see uh so uh are you planning to to stop by any of the stuff that you might be aware of um well i'm still going to the strip walk strip run and walk on the tuesday morning um and the breakfast that we usually do for the uss rio is canceled unfortunately which is like right after the walk um and uh newsflash i am really considering canceling the body by starfleet breakfast just because we won't have a venue and um normally i would try to like call around restaurants and see if we can reserve something but um I'm trying not to add any more projects to myself this year. So I, I think I'm going to have to end up canceling that, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, there will still be some meetups that I'm going to. We're still doing the same like group photo uh, meetups, like Body by Starfleet and our Elia Wakey one. And I think the Rio is still on, right? Um, yeah. And we're uh, yeah. doing meet in the rotunda. I don't know if there's going to be anything for us to take a picture with in the rotunda, but it's a good space to meet up for a photo. And hopefully they'll fix the lighting because last year the lighting was a little weird. But uh, you, you know something yeah, fans' party. If you get like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. I was going to say that if there is a way to maybe uh, actually reach out to, to maybe Adam himself and kind of ask about the lighting. We had a photo taken uh, with Phantom Battalion Group, which is a small fan group um, that used to center around the, the smaller Chicago convention uh, that Creation used to have. And we had a photo because finally we got enough members attending the, the Star Trek Las Vegas. And I think one of them, KK kind of reached out and said, is it possible to turn up the lights for like literally we need five minutes to take a photo? And they did. So I'm, I'm curious if that can be done when, we, we, when we're doing other photo ops. Uh, well, photos with the, the, the other groups. Um, yeah, yeah. That, let's see. We do have... Yeah, Fan Geek's party certainly has to be mentioned because it has become a fixture over the um, uh, previous three years. I mean, before the pandemic, three years. Um, it's usually a lot of fun. I do not know if any tickets are remaining. Um, perhaps something else, like a couple of extras will be available um, during the convention. You, Tregix usually have, uh, Tregix Podcast Network usually has a table. So that might be a, a good point to kind of stop by and find out but obviously again because of the circumstances there is a limit to how many people can be attending the um, officially set events in this in this um, fashion um anybody else i've, I've seen a post on uh, the facebook page earlier about 
from creation someone had posted an update from creation um regarding what was open and i thought it looked to be having a quick look at it like most places were open uh, they they are but there is a limitation some of them are open uh later than normal so they don't have uh morning or uh, early afternoon hours it's only like starting 4 p.m 5 p.m in the afternoon some have limited the weeks so they don't they're not open the entire week they would be like okay thursday through sunday or something like that uh overall there's we still have i don't think anything of the usual fan favorites nobody closed down I think Guy Fieri is temporarily closed, but they, they hotel, I think, is hoping to open them by the time convention comes. So they're still, they're, I mean, let's face it, we still have two weeks to go. Anything can change. Um, but yeah, but there is a certain way of we'll have to maneuver. Um, I mean, I normally load up on snacks. And thankfully, now we, we know that there is a brand new Walmart, uh, sorry, not Walmart, Walgreens that's built across the way from from Rio. So my recommendation, you know, if you have spend a little bit of time just doing plane shopping, even though it's like it's vacation, but pick up, you know, snacks, you know, bananas, yogurts or something, because it's it's it will save the headache in the morning when you're not sure where to go to eat. And you will, you know, who knows, maybe we will find ourselves in a situation where, oh, everything is closed around breakfast time. You know, you don't want to rush to the street to find something else and then rush back when the convention is about to start. Uh, any other, I don't know, comments on the, on the topic of the fan gatherings? I, I hope to go to things. Um, the newbie and solo traveler meetup, which is supposed to be at Ibar is still just pending location. Like we're still planning on having it. Um, so we will just update that event, I guess, once, once we know what's going on. Um, I also have tickets for the fan geeks party and, yeah, I just, I feel like this is a very play it by ear year. Um, and without so many of our friends, like a lot of fan planned events won't be happening, um, which means that maybe more people will get to attend some of the other events for the first time, which is great. Like I try to find the silver lining anywhere I can, <laughs> um, but it's, it's hard. It's hard to know like what I'm going to want to do and what time is going to be like, are we going to have lots of downtime and, and need to plan things? Do I need to bring like all my Star Trek to watch in the room? Like there's just a lot of unknown right now. And the thing is, it's a funny thing. I was thinking about it. Um, like we, right now it sort of became a thing that we have this many fan events after hours or sometimes during the hours and all the photo ops and everything that usually happens during the convention time. Um, but realistically, you go back, say, you know, six, seven years ago, it was a little bit more muted and everybody was pretty much concentrating on what the convention was offering. So we, we still have, if you look at the descriptions of the, the science panels and the presentations and other things like birthday celebrations that they're planning for this year for, I mean, it's 100th, 100th birthday of Gene Roddenberry, 90th birthday of William Shatner. So we still have plenty to, to look forward to at the convention itself. Is there anything in particular that you're looking for? I know we've had the whole slew of cancellations and additions and cancellations and additions for the actors for various reasons, primarily so far from what I can see professional reasons, but still, I'm, I'm curious to know, like, is, are you coming because there's this one name that makes your heart beat strong and you really want to meet that actor? Or do you just want the all-inclusive everything can, in the, you know, everything in the convention? Um, I'll say my number one had been um, Mulgrew but yeah. it doesn't look like she's going to be there. So my top one is um, Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's I always loved Andorians <laughs> in the original series. And 
when he was the Andorian of the uh, Enterprise series, I, I, that first time they sh- he showed up, and I was like, oh, it's Jeffrey Combs. Yes. And <laughs> that was it. <laughs> People are like, I don't know if I like Enterprise. I love Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't That's know. If you- I'm also very, very excited about the chance to possibly see him, meet him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we still have. Let's see. At this point, I lost count because there have been uh, several editions earlier today. But we're still somewhere in the 112 range, I think. Uh, guess which is a lot. I can't really think of any other convention that has that many guests. And in this case, we're talking track specific ones. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to, to meeting those who I've never seen in, in Las Vegas. So the fact that they have uh, folks, especially from the new productions, I am really, really looking forward to meeting Odette Fair because I love him since The Mummy and I'm very, very excited. And the fact that they just announced Shori Agadarsal is just made me nearly scream. Yeah. So I... I'm super excited. <laughs> I can't tell you. Um, it's going to be a... a I mean, whatever the limitations. I mean, we can guess at what they, how they're gonna handle photo ops, for instance, because supposedly even with the mask mandate, um, the photo ops. I'm assuming they they're talking about the professional photo ops. Um, based on what I've seen, you know, the most recent conventions, there was one in Texas. They seem to be employing that that plexiglass thing, which literally it's. A, I think some people think that it's like a, an enclosure, but it's literally it's just a sheet of plexiglass in between the two, the the, the you you and the guest. So if the photographer knows what, they, what they're doing, and let's face it, Chris is wonderful. Uh, Chris is the photographer who works for um, Creation. I'm sure he'll figure out how to take a picture that you only maybe can make out a line in between. And um, yeah. He's got to make sure not to dance this year because otherwise <laughs> he's going to be taking a picture of the plexiglass. So I hope he brings a, t- a tripod this year. I know it's not his style, but <laughs> the year to make sure that he stays still <laughs> you know it i totally wanted to hug david ajala when i get the photo op but that's not a guarantee no matter what uh there are many <laughs> many people that you cannot touch at all like we we those of us who have been to conventions before have been through this um and i totally get that it's disappointing not to have that i don't know you know at this point with this mask man- mandate in place and cases on the rise, I think that it's important to keep your masks on. I don't know that we're going to have an option where we can take the mask off, maybe with the plexiglass, but even if there was like no plexiglass, that'll be up to the actors with what they want to do. And so I think that, well, yes, some of them may have that, not, not all of them will, like we just, again, we don't know. And so we can all prepare for the best. Um, and if it's, not your wheelhouse you don't have to get a photo op like (laughs) and and something to and incidentally like you you mentioned realistically speaking very often it doesn't come up you know you sort of like you you become aware of it as you attend events it never hurts to ask what limitations a specific guest has sometimes certain guests are very upfront so you know ahead of time there will be a handler who will be saying there is no touching or there is no handshakes or please do not put your hands around that person and obviously, you know, you have to be respectful of this. Um, but because it kind of got, I mean, let's face it, conventions have become sort of like, oh, everybody's going to conventions. Look at all these huge, giant pop culture events that we have in New York and San Diego. And, 
and everybody's like, yeah, great. I'll let me put my hand around you. But that's not, it's like, that's, don't assume that you necessarily can just go up to a, you know, someone who you admire, the actor, and just randomly, I don't know, touch them all over. <laughs> um, so I'm sure that we're going to be probably oh. some of the guests who have maybe never attended might have limitations or just, well, as a matter of fact, no, they, they did mention uh, along with the masking that there is a no touching policy this year at, at, uh, in Vegas. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know when you even even you're greeting your friends you know, use your elbows or show the LLEP sign you know don't touch people <laughs> yeah I'll admit I'm not a huge like fan of hugging like it just feels so weird hugging like that. um but I have to admit even <laughs> I struggled with that at the picnic I automatically started hugging people and I was like oh crap I'm not supposed to be hugging them not even so much for them, but for me. And I even forgot. So I think that's going to be a big struggle. Yeah. My yeah. Just crushes me. I, don't, I, did, don't. I hope you guys like being hugged because I want to hug you. Yay. Yes. <laughs> I know that. You can hug me. Side hugs. So, hug me. Side hugs. Side hugs. No, no face-to-face hugs. Side hugs. I, for my mask, I bought a pronoun pin that's somewhere that has my pronouns. And then... I don't have a pin that says I'm vaccinated, um, but you know I will be letting people know. And so I know at one point there was talk about like having a little pin or having something to show that you've been double vaccinated, so that people might feel safer. But the reality is like you still don't really know if you're spreading it. Um, I want to hug people though. Homer, Homer is a witness of how the stuff was just happening and it seemed completely unrealistic. Uh, but they went, you know, there, there was this whole thing like, you know, elbow bumps and fist bumps and, you know, showing it, don't, don't touch. And of course, people still did this because it was automatic. I mean, at this point, nobody really knew what was happening and what to expect with the virus until we came back to the port and the world ended. <laughs> yeah, the, the interaction varied on the cruise um, from just a little like, this to the elbow bump. Um, and then I did this wine tasting with um, Roxanne Dawson, I think it was. And I talked to her husband about how he wooed her and uh, the wine that he bought. I think it was like a hundred dollar bottle of wine. And we actually ended up shaking hands and she's like, you shook his hand. I was like, and he's like, whoops. But so <laughs> I, I think that um, as, as, as Yaz was saying, like, this is probably, hopefully, a once-in-a-lifetime unique experience. Um, and uh, it may be weird for us as we're going through it, but it's going to be something that we can look back on and say, remember that time? Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone that's going to be there. Uh, I am fully vaccinated. I am up for hugging, but understand if people don't want to go there. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, let's see. Who else? Anybody else? Liz, anybody, anybody in specific that you're looking forward to meeting or just? Oh, I, well, the, the Enterprise boys. And they just, <laughs> they just made them a combination picture. And I ended up with five pictures on the same day. So I'm hoping to change. And again, through your group, I was able to get advice on how to do that, yeah. which is what I figured. <laughs> I just, I just, everybody, I um, also became friendly with Ron right before he left Florida. Unfortunately, we never got to meet up. And um, he's given me a lot of good advice. And 
I, I listened to his advice on the ticket. I scored fourth row copper. So I, I do want to do, because it's new to me and because, as I said, I am new to cons. I do want to go to a lot of the presentations that you guys have know all the old stories. I don't know the stories. So I'm really looking forward to that. But having fourth row is, is really very exciting. The, uh, <clears throat> uh, the, I, I love the fact that we finally started to get a little bit of variety in terms of guests. I, I mean, certainly it helped because the fandom, not the, sorry, not the fandom, the franchise became, you know, refreshed with new blood, with all the new productions. But um yeah, I can't. The, between Oded and and Shore is just for me that that's like mind blown. I don't think we've ever had that kind. I mean, we've had big stars show up every once in a while. I mean, that one headliner among the headliners. But I'm I'm kind of I'm glad to glad, glad to see that we we're getting more of similar. Um, I, my apologies if I was breaking up. My, for some reason, my my connection is unstable. Let me see if I can fix some things here. Yeah, go ahead. No, I keep joking that I, I I figure these new ones will be around for a while. So I, I've got the oldies. I'm very oh yes, I've actually made a cosplay to match a cosplay to match James Darren. I mean, it's it's I'm doing Lola. And hopefully you guys will crack up. I'm doing an enterprise um, alternate universe that too old to look. So uh, I I would I'm actually more focused on the older shows because, as I said, I'm an old lady because I was a night nurse for so many years and I didn't have a DVR. I actually only started watching like Next Generation all this like three, four years ago. So. When I, the last time I was in Las Vegas, I did, it was, they had the exhibit at the Hilton and I didn't even get most of it. You know, I was just focused on the original series, but I, I'm, I'm one of those deep space nine people. <laughs> That's it. Don't get Pe me started talking. Pe Penny Johnson Gerald. Oh, yes. That is someone that I am looking forward to seeing that I don't. Is this her first time in STLV or did she come? I don't, I, I don't believe so. Uh, certainly okay. uh, not in the last, well, definitely not in the last 12 years. Yeah. So it, it, it is exciting because right now I, I loved her in Castle and, uh, well, I mean, aside from the obvious Deep Space Nine. So it's it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm actually, yeah. I'm always curious. I'm like, people who come for whom that's the first guest experience. I, I'd love to hear their perspective. Like, so how was it for you? But of course this year it's doubly weird because we <laughs> were in the middle of the You know, I think though, like this is actually a, a great year <laughs> to go as your first year, because assuming that most of the people on the guest list still come, there's going to be such a great opportunity to have quality time with the people who are at their tables, at least. Um, you know, a lot of these actors are at their table in the vendor's room and you can just walk up and start up a conversation. Um, it's nice if you buy an autograph or something, but it's yeah. that's something that you don't really always get at STLV or bigger conventions. And given that, you know, creation is a very specific breed of convention, um, the new official 
events are, are going to be very different. And so I kind of think this is a great year to take the opportunity to talk to people. I can't kick myself enough for not talking to Aaron and Renee. Um, and now they're gone. And you don't, you know, I, you don't know. And I think this year has really driven that home. And for me, just making sure that I spend that time to connect. And like, I don't know how many of you have watched the Mama Nana vis- visitor uh, mm-hmm. Instagram, yeah. but like what she's been sharing there has just been profound and, and so needed during this pandemic. Um, I think it's important that we say thanks for, for what everyone has done for us as well. <clears throat> so I think it's going to be a good opportunity for that. Um, and it'll give newcomers, you know, a chance to not have to rush around and to really get to talk to people. So I'm, I'm happy for that. Yeah. Um, something I, uh, I just uh, I apologize. No, there's actually something that Liz, you said, and then it hit my mind and then only just now came back. You mentioned about having uh, five photo ops. Um, so for those who do not know, thankfully, there's only one photo room. So if you have multiple photo ops in one day, you will not have a conflict between photo ops because they're literally going to be, it's not staggered. It's not happening at the same time. You come out, out, out of the door having taken one and you can just go around if you have the next one scheduled right after it. But thankfully, it's just one photo op room, unlike at a Comic-Con when you have you know, anywhere from three to five to maybe even more. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of mention that because in case someone is not aware, they don't really describe it, but at least with photo ops, you do not get uh, conflict. Other things, yes, unfortunately, but with photo ops, you're safe. I'm sorry, Lisa, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say thank you. Um, I'm really interested. I mean, as I said, and we talked about it a little on, on the group about... I'm not really impressed with Read Pop, <laughs> and they made... The first time, the first con I went to was SuperCon in, in um, it was in Fort Lauderdale that year. And again, you could kind of walk up to people and, and I, I was, and, and, and I didn't know about the, the selfie thing and whatever. So we had booked pictures with them. But with Read Pop, everybody had to stand in these long lines and it was really yucko poo because, you know, I was lucky enough that I did have a picture with Mr. Frakes and, um, who put his arm around me and said I had a devilish grin, but um, it was, it was very, it, we were running around like idiots and, and I made the mistake of having some high heel shoes with my cosplay. So I, I missed things just because I was wearing the wrong shoes. <laughs> so this sounds, I just love the idea that you have reserved seating for things like newbies like me would like. And I love what you guys, as I said, I just feel like I know you all already. I may have little things for all of you also. also. Oh, you're, you're far too kind. Thank you. <laughs> but a good thing to talk about, uh, you know, another another tip that uh, pretty much everybody I think I know who has ever gone to a convention, any convention, they will tell you two, two things is that comfortable shoes and uh, <laughs> and remembering to drink water because you kind of you get too busy running between doing oh i'm gonna do the autograph and then there's that panel i want to pick out that oh new friends let's go check out the vendor room and you forget you forget to drink you forget to eat some people forget their medications try not to do that i mean write it down if anything just you know put a reminder on your phone you know take a <laughs> take a gulp of water or something um yeah uh well 
uh, ha- oh, something else I wanted to ask because I'm actually curious again how differently people are doing this. Usually by this time, a lot of people have purchased autographs and photo ops. And well, thankfully, they, we don't have to pay for the panels, uh, but the usual stuff. And this year, are you just, has anybody pre-purchased anything? Or are you waiting until you get to the, uh, you know, to the actual uh, convention facilities and buy the tickets there? I haven't purchased anything yet. I was tempted to buy photo ops ahead of time, but I didn't really know if I needed to do that or if I could wait. Um, I had, a, let's see, I think I pre-purchased Kelsey Grammer because that was like, this was still 2019 and they just announced him. And there certainly seemed to be, oh, great, we have another, you know, interesting star coming. So I, I just went for it, even though, you know, you have that service fee that you technically can save, uh, especially on photo ops, seeing that photo ops just go first come, first serve once they announce that this is the line forming for the photo ops. Uh, for the autographs, it certainly makes sense to buy earlier, but in, in this year, same thing. We've had plenty of cancellations, and it also kind of feels like, well, I'm going to buy the tickets and then I'll get there and who knows, are things going to get different, are things going to get canceled, is the star coming? So I found myself, actually, I have a list of things that um, I want, well, I'm sorry to say things. I have the list of the guests who I'd like to to see to either get the autograph or have a photo op, but um, I'm, I'm putting it until the last moment when I'll get there the night of the pre-registration, I think I'm going to get the tickets then. Yeah, I don't think most photo ops sell out, right? Because they go so quickly. Yeah, it, it, I think it, you're safe to wait. Um, the yeah. only time I would say buy a photo op in advance is if it's like a cast photo, which I don't think there are any this year. No. Like, you know, when they did the big Voyager cast photo, which I'm still kicking myself for not, you know, getting that one in time. But for the most part, I don't think any of the photo ops are going to sell out. Yeah. Because they go so quickly and they want to maximize how much money they make. So I think you're safe to wait because I anticipate there's going to be a lot of people um, trying to exchange tickets the days like during the con. And that might I think there's usually only one or two people working the the photo photo op ticket area. Right. So I think yeah. it might Typically, be. Yeah a little crazy. So I think you're fine if you wait until like you get there. And if depending on your ticket here, if you're able to go to the preview night on Tuesday night, you can buy them then I think, or just go early in the morning and buy them. But it, it might yeah. be safest to just wait to not have to deal with yeah. exchanging things and then fighting with them. Cause who knows creation, once they have your money, they don't like to give it back. So I, I would, you know, I would just wait. I think you're safe. So and we'll be there on Wednesday. Does that matter? Change anything? I mean, no, I think you'll be fine. Right. You should be fine. Yeah. As, as far as, as far as photo ops. Yeah. As far as photo ops, you should be just fine. Are they there on Tuesday night? Sorry. Are but, they there on Tuesday night? Uh, yes. Yeah. When, when the night of, pre-registration i'm sorry if i'm breaking up again i'm for some reason the connection is unstable today um but yeah they uh right outside where the photo op room is um and it's literally so it's a table standing right in the middle of a corridor you will see it quite clearly uh so you can come up and you can purchase all your tickets right there during pre-registration night same thing for the um, autographs and the funny thing is the autograph table is actually inside the vendor room so 
all you know whereas with photo ops i suppose at some point they stop looking at who's who's going through the corridor so anyone can purchase the photo ops unless they change it i mean i think the, the security lines kind of vary from year to year but the autographs only those who are pre-registering can get inside the vendor room um so you can only uh, get the autograph tickets um on the pre-registration night if you are uh an entire weekend attendee you know regardless of your tier whether it's all five uh general admission or, or all the way up to the gold so uh yeah i have my little uh well, technically, I, you know, people who know me know I create spreadsheets. I leave for, <laughs> for spreadsheets. So I, I created my little list and that's what I'm going to do. We'll Pre-register and then hopefully, you know, those people that I was really wanted to meet will not cancel until then. And uh, I'll get my tickets then. The, the thing with the autographs, something that I mentioned, but I did not really explain it, especially if you've never seen it. the way the autographs work at SDLV is they go by numbers. So if you pre-purchase, your PDF will have a number. And they will call out, you know, like PDF tickets one through 50. And then you go, you join the line. And th that's the guests who are a la carte. So you have to purchase a ticket for them. The ones who are signing in the vendor room, they have their own table. You just show up whenever you want to. <laughs> if the guest is there, they sign at their own time. And then uh, you just uh, directly, uh, you know, uh, d directly communicate with them. Uh, but the ones who are ticketed, they go by numbers. And then after they're done with PDFs, it's the physical tickets that uh, I bought at the door. Go next. Same deal by numbers. Uh, Stan, I saw you had uh, your hand up. Did you have a, a question? Oh, no. I was just uh, thanking you for giving the tips there. The mm -hmm. Oh, well, absolutely. Uh, um, and again, if there's anything specific that you have a question, I mean, at least based on our prior year's experience, uh, you know, hopefully that will help. Something else I mentioned vendor room. It's going to be interesting to see how different the vendor room is going to be this year. I mean, between the limitations of who can actually come, you know, because of the, the whole, uh, you know, can, how many people can travel. Um, um, but there's also the fact that the convention is no longer a, a licensed event, if you will. So there is a little bit more leeway of you who, who you can invite. Because before, to my knowledge, the, a lot a lot of the vendors had to be vetted through CBS. So now that that step is not there, I'm wondering if they if they will have extra, if there will be people who perhaps have nothing to do with Star Trek. Oh, but, but then again, we, we normally have some vendors who are just selling general sci-fi slash fantasy stuff. It doesn't have to be Trek specific. So that's uh, another point of interest, what they're going to do with the vendor room. <laughs> Yeah, I think we talked about this at, on one of the, the previous um, shows, but um, it, yeah, people that have said that before it was a licensed convention that were, that there were some bootleg things. I kind of wish um, our favorite eBay uh, seller of uniforms would have a presence there because, I mean, they they would sell so much there. Unfortunately, no, I, I don't think that they uh, can make it over here or... Uh, have somebody you know that they authorized to sell for them but that would have been amazing to have those uniforms there because yeah. I, i'm sure there are a lot of people that um aren't you know in the groups and aren't listening you know unfortunately don't listen to shore leave that are new and show up thinking oh i'll just buy a costume at the convention not realizing that there aren't that there aren't that many even a novos doesn't have much to sell like you know at the convention so yeah, that would have been amazing 
uh, intergalactic normally brings, uh, but then again, it's the earlier you are in the week, the more selection they have. But intergalactic booth normally has, uh, I don't know, 30, 40 costumes that they bring with them, maybe more. And of course, it, it varies. It can be any color, uh, you know, the original series, TNG, Enterprise. And then once it's gone, it's gone because they only bring that much. Anovus is, a, uh, you know, as we all know, the high quality, but unfortunately, uh, my recommendation is not to pre-order at this point because uh, the chances are you will not be receiving your order for a long, long time. Um, but um, yeah, generally speaking, those who think that, that they're, you know, it's easy to buy a uniform right there in the vendor room, that's generally not exactly the case. Uh, but on the, as far as this particular seller, I don't think I've ever seen people who, who do basically custom stuff online ever appear at any convention, even Comic-Cons. I think that's a purely like the offshoot of uh, online fandom. You, know, you just go and buy stuff on Etsy or on eBay. Although it would have been probably interesting to meet them. <laughs> because I, they, they I certainly, wish, yeah. I wish that's what the vendor's room was. I wish it was like Etsy for Star Trek. <laughs> and that's hopefully yeah. what we what we might get. I love fan created stuff, whether it's fan art. Um, or, or like Mickey stuff at her booth. Um, I, yeah, again, like, I just, I don't know what to expect. I hope to be pleasantly surprised. I think that, um, that Trek Unlimited that is making the plate with <laughs> Tom McCarno, um, with Paris on it is going to be there. Sorry. I went down a mind rabbit hole for a minute because those plates are amazing. If you haven't seen them, I think it's trickunlimited.com or something. Um, so I think there's going to be some new faces. I think it took creation some time to confirm people's boots. Uh, so I hope that they don't leave anyone hanging and unable to come because they weren't notified at time. Uh, but I don't know, uh, you know, hopefully no, no, uh, what was it? Cell phone batteries or something weird. <laughs> cell phone cases, chargers, the one year, the 50th. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that, that was a very strange vendor. <laughs> hopefully yeah, they will like, not come. <laughs> I don't want stuff that isn't related to Star Trek or science fiction. I don't mind other actors from different franchises. I mean, the, this event is going to probably go back to what it used to be, which was more like that. Um, and I don't mind that at all. Like I like meeting different people and I like purchasing different merchandise, but I'd like it to be like, I don't want to break out of the world. It's like the Disney spell, except for, you know, Star Trek sci-fi. So, you know, unless they're cell phone chargers from the future, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, transporters. We need transporters. Somebody invented and sell it at the convention. <laughs> oh, another thing that I, I have my little note here. I was wondering, um, well, as far as travel is concerned, like actually getting to the convention. Um, well, we know that Gregory cannot come, obviously, but I'm curious, like, how far is everyone traveling, and are you worried? You know, did are you planning for anything specific for your travel? I'll chime in again only because I just traveled uh, last week to South mm-hmm. Florida to see my family to take our, our final family vacation. And 
I got there fine. Coming back, my flights were rescheduled multiple times. I had an early morning flight. Um, I'm coming from Denver, so just a quick flight to Las Vegas. I don't anticipate many issues, but I do think it is wise to keep in mind that flights are understaffed right now. There's a lot going on, and either getting there or getting back, you can be delayed. Um, overall, we're going to a Star Trek convention. Yay! Let's remember to be happy. <laughs> And try not to let that stuff get to you if it happens. Um, very likely, but not good wood. Nobody ends up with horrific travel stories. But if you do, it's just another chapter in your STLV 2021 memory book. Yeah, anything can happen. Um, I am flying in from the East Coast, so that it's a roughly a five-hour uh, flight. I generally, same thing. I don't anticipate any issues because we do have a lot of flights coming from from jersey well just generally this this new york metro area towards las vegas so if anything i'm i'm sure things will work out but um i don't know again i'm, I'm packing my, all my masks you know i was contemplating actually actually getting a face shield but then i decided probably a little bit too much so if anything i'll double mask during the flight um it's not too much marina <laughs> <laughs> get your face shield at least for the flight I got, um, I don't know if um, your sister knows about these, but stoggles, they're, they're mm -hmm. kind of like, yeah, they're, they're okay. comfortable kind of goggles because they yeah. wrap around the side a little bit, but they don't like compress your face, but they're very uh -huh. comfortable. And so some of us have been using those at work just to um, like for the non-COVID patients, just for general like safety. Um, but yeah, I, I purchased some stoggles and I will be wearing them at the convention because um, all it takes is one sneeze. Um, or one loud talker in your eyeball, and there you go. So I don't think that it's overkill to get a face shield or or stoggles. This is a great year to bring your Gorn mask or your Mugato <laughs> mask, Captain Kirk mask, any kind of those masks. And like for the people that don't even want to socialize, just you can just stay like stay away. Like put on your mask and. You don't have to be around people. I honestly, again, the only reason I'm going to this convention this year is because I want to see you guys. I miss my Star Trek family. Family vacation with blood family, very stressful. STLV vacation. Um, I will go and stay in my room and like Yazenia said, like just sleep, like catching up on the rest, you know, resting in your room, not being at work, not being with kids or with pets that will be relaxing enough and the rest is the cherry on top yeah um, um you know what i was thinking about this and uh so it's my sister and i are going together again and it just so happens that our mother is also traveling but she's doing other things she's not going to the convention and we were thinking like well what are we gonna do in terms of like well obviously there's a convention hours where we're doing stuff but should we do should we plan something after 10 years there's we, we've seen most of the attractions most you know not most of the shows but plenty of shows that it's enough and we decided to take the same thing Let, let's re relax if we see something come come up that it's like why don't we go and check this out again uh we might do it but otherwise it's going to be very very laid back trip um unlike previous years where we'll be like you know, we arrive on Monday and it's a nonstop movement. Go see this and check out that and this gallery and that museum and so on and so forth. Um, 
for those who are who've you've never been to Vegas or if you've been, but you've never actually done, there are a lot of like little things. And I was checking out at least last week, most of the things were open and available in the sense that, you know, for, for instance, there's an aquarium in Mandalay Bay that you can go to, which it's not a small little thing that you think of when you think about an aquarium. It's a giant, like literally at some point you're walking through, you are, you're the one inside, the, the fish is looking at you. Um, there's time entry or for a little bit more money, any time entry, but it's all open. It's available. You can go there, you know, tigers and dolphins at the Mirage or Madame Tussauds at the Venetian. So there are, you know, if you're coming earlier, uh, certainly, you know, maybe do one thing, other thing other than the convention before the, the convention hours start. Could be a nice, uh, you know, part of the trip. You know, after all, you're in Las Vegas. There are other things to be doing besides gambling and um, I don't know, sitting by the pool, I suppose. I do have a question about that. Yeah. Um, uh, well, we, we, we scheduled to see Blue Man Group um, the mm-hmm. night of the fan, fan geeks party. Um, yeah. And uh, we have poncho seats. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. But my question is, um, we have been considering about uh, going on one of those desert tours. It takes up a lot of time getting up and going there and coming back. And I'm wondering if I would regret it, if I would miss things that I need to do or see during the same time that one of those tours would be at. Um, is it during one of the days that the convention is on or is it before before the convention starts? Because Dur- we're coming in on Wednesday. so. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, you know what? It's a possibility. The thing is that we don't know what the schedule is going to look like. Sometimes yeah. you have very full days when you literally you go into the main theater at 10 o'clock in the morning and come out at four o'clock in the afternoon that there have been days like that. Um, on the other hand, it could be, you know, a very, very empty Wednesday that starts on, I don't know, 1 PM. And then you look at it and you realize, okay, it's a show that great, fantastic, but it's not one of my favorites. I can safely miss this. You know, I don't have any photo ops. Then of course you could do it. Unfortunately, we're not going to know what the schedule is like until hopefully sometime next week. Um, because they normally it's it could be somewhere within a week before the convention start um the closest it's ever been was i remember there was one year when for some reason they were running late and my sister and i were already in vegas with the laptop because again i have to my i have to have my spreadsheets and i was basically sitting down in the uh in the hotel room scrolling through the the online schedule and putting together the stuff that i was interested in Hopefully that's not going to be the case this year. I think they could, they probably will deliver it by, uh, like I said, maybe in a week by next weekend. Um, uh, yeah, I wish I could say something more definitive. It all depends. Like it could be a really empty day when it's like, yeah, don't stay at the convention, go do something else with the, you know, in the city. But we we won't know yeah. until we have the schedule. I'll just play it by ear then. Yeah, I've been trying to plan like the shows specifically after hours, which again is a bit tricky because there have been uh, occasions when autographing would run late, especially if it's someone signing for the golds. There is roughly um, is it 500 or 600 people with uh, gold tickets. Not everyone gets, some people actually miss their stuff and never use their complimentary tickets. Um, so <clears throat> to go through first their signing and then the PDF tickets by number and then the physical tickets by number that can take hours. Literally the longest line I've ever been, I think was uh, Walter Koenig for God, close to three hours because he was signing for the golds that particular year. Um, So, uh, but having said that, 
show and you find yourself in a situation like this, reach out to whoever's handling the autographing, which normally is uh, Miss Valerie, who's awesome. And then, you know, the staff will try to accommodate you and push you to the front somehow, because if you have to rush out and take a taxi to uh, to the strip because you have a show to attend, it certainly is a <laughs> is an issue. But they, they try to 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 help out with that sort of thing. Um, let's see what else. Uh well, it's going to be another thing. I don't know how many... Is anybody else doing gold uh, this year? Or are you doing copper and less? I, I have gold. My husband got it for me. So. Oh, that's lovely. So um, we hopefully we'll bump into each other at least at the gold dinner. That's uh, traditionally Thursday of the week. And it's been different in the past years. One year was very successful. The other year was frankly not um but you know it's going to be an interesting thing i think they have uh, ben green announced as, as the entertainment but usually it's just literally just a giant you know you have round tables and sitting probably about eight to ten people and everybody gets together that, that's actually a very nice um opportunity to to just randomly meet people sit down with someone at the table and just start talking um so that's going to be interesting to check out and see how how what they're gonna offer this year? I'm hoping that's it, something nice. <laughs> do they still have the gold dinner in the voodoo lounge? Uh, no, they moved the gold dinner. The is it three years ago? Because it used to be in voodoo, but unfortunately they could never sit everyone. So it became an issue where you have people coming in and they literally just standing in the middle. Um, you know. <laughs> pardon the expression, eating like horses standing up. Um, so they changed it to where they would rearrange the main theater. They would close off a half of it, put giant round tables so everybody at least can comfortably sit down. Uh, I know um, a, a lot of people were not too happy about it because it certainly loses the ambience. It's no, you're no longer, you know, all the way up on the 51st floor where you can see the strip and everything. It's very different, a little bit more mundane. But at the same time, you do have the comfort of actually having a seat and calmly going up and picking out stuff in the buffet, sitting down and having a hopefully nice meal. It's not, it's not a thing I would ever go to while it's on the 50th floor. No, yeah. no, da no danger you're getting me up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a very nice view, I have to say. You know, you can actually walk outside on the roof. And uh, it was one year when uh, Caesars was celebrating an anniversary and they did fireworks on... It was not the gold dinner. It was captains when the captains still had a dinner. Unfortunately, they took it out as one of the perks. And so those people got treated with quite a view because they walked out on the roof and they watched this giant fireworks going across the way at the Caesar's Palace. I'm afraid of heights too, Gregor, but um, I went up there a couple of years for the for Sean Mooney's parties and you're you're kind of in the middle if you stay in the middle you're fine and it is a fantastic view and it's nice to be out in the open you know it's i'm not going to say the cool air because it's hot air but very hot air fresh air and um yeah the view is spectacular and just don't go uh down by the railing and uh look over because that would that would be fright frightening but yeah the view is spectacular up there no it's going to be uh quite a busy thursday because we do have, so the Golds have the Gold Dinner, but with that, there's also um, some of the fan events, which 
Well, I'm calling the fan events. I mean, there's actually a charity event that's organized by Cool Water Productions, and they will have uh, Discovery uh, cast present, and it was like raffle and some free drinks, I think. So I'm, I'm horribly tempted to do to do that because it sounds very exciting, and uh, Janet Kidder is going to be there, who I'm also very excited about meeting. She she plays the, the main villain in the third season of Discovery. Um, uh, Ali Ingman is organizing a trivia party, which, and it's all Thursday. And I'm, I'm, I suspect that there are a couple of others that might be also Thursday. And <laughs> so it's going to be a very tricky uh, evening to kind of figure out, okay, can I dedicate like an hour here, an hour there, an hour there? Or is it just going to be running crazy <laughs> between all three? Um, so, yeah. Uh, did somebody wanted to say something because I got a strange noise, like somebody was saying something and then it disappeared. I think this is my computer again. Apologies. Is anyone looking forward to the, the Roddenberries? Yes, yes. Uh, they're doing a free uh, cabaret on Wednesday night for those who don't Are know. They? And um, that should be a lot of fun because they're a fun band. Um, and they actually are the house band this year. Uh, as they were supposed to be originally for 2020. I still don't know where the location, I'm not sure if they announced. Is it going to be at the uh, former Quarks, which is now called Jimmy's Place? I presume it's some location where you have at least some sort of raised stage because obviously as a music group, they need uh, a way to set up. I don't think they've said where it's going to be. Um, there's a lot that, again, I just don't know, like the last, um, yeah. episode that we did, we talked a little bit about like the, the props that we're used to seeing and how that may change. Um, and it seemed like Adam said, oh, they'll be there. And we know that they're doing the photo op on mm -hmm. the bridge and the photo, photo op at 10 forward. Uh, so will there be a transporter pad? Like, what's that going to look like? Will there be something in the rotunda? <laughs> Like, I, I'm just looking to be pleasantly surprised by that this year. Uh, I was very happy to see that, that we still have the uh, 10 forward and uh, original bridge photos. It just yeah. so happens that I've never had actually a photo op on any one of them. So I'm, I'm considering maybe I should do something before. Yeah. Uh, not so much before, but just generally, like, it's time. You know, that's the one thing I've never actually done at the uh, at Testility. <clears throat> Yeah, we, um, we got Shatner on the bridge. Uh, Sarah and I got Shat Shatner oh. on the bridge a few years ago. And also that year, on the Sunday night, when everything sort of finished around about five, six o'clock, we took a walk all the way down to where the bridge is, that room at the end of the, the convention centre, and there was nobody there <laughs> stopping you going into the room. Wow. So we, we, we were in there for about 20 minutes, half an hour, just all our, yeah. all our attendees were coming in and everyone was just pretending to uh, fly the enterprise and of the picture taken basically yeah <laughs> yeah under normal circumstances there is someone who kind of keeps track so you can come in take a look take pictures yeah. of the bridge or take pictures of the uh 10 forward stand uh obviously it's not the entire 10 forward it's literally just you know you take a picture it's just a, the bar uh in 10 forward um, but if you want to have a picture of yourself or with the guest that that's obviously something that you have to pay, pay money for um, but yeah, but that's certainly, yeah, it's very tempting. Yeah. We also have the, um, the Leonard Nimoy gallery. Oh, yes. That is very exciting. Cause I don't think yeah. we've ever had anything like that before. 
know. Uh, and I don't know much about it, sadly, but I'm pretty excited and I'm glad that we're going to have an exhibition of some sort. Is, that, is, uh, this, is this an exhibition of his photography work? Yeah, let me go wow. back and get the specific details for it so that I sound like I know what I'm talking about. Uh, let's see. Of course, I, I think, I think they, they, yeah, they posted it um, some time ago and for some reason, I actually, I even forgot to post about it in the group because I I thought that, yeah, I already saw this. And then they made an announcement that, oh, we will have a photography exhibition. <clears throat> Which I'm still trying to find. Like, they're still, as far as we know, planning karaoke and... Yeah, well, there are quite a there. few special events between, I mean, Mar Mary's doing the yoga and... Yoga, with, um, I want to do that. Yeah. Well, she does that regularly during the cruise. It's very popular. I heard, and... It sounds like so much fun. I can't find. <laughs> yeah, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling simultaneously. So just generally like at the very bottom of the page or something. Uh, could be had. because it's like it was literally just added. But just generally, like check out the special events section on the website. There's there's the D and D, the disco D and D, um, with Noah, Mary, mm -hmm. Mary Chifo, Anthony, and Blue, and that sounds kind of fun. Uh, yeah, you have a whole bunch of podcasts presenting and like, yep. you know, bigger ones like like Inglorious Experts. Uh, I wonder if there it is. Um, so it's oh. it's literally it's a selection from some of his very well known because I've, I've heard about these shows. So it's from Shakina to Secret Self series, some of his other works um, and, you know. And they basically mentioned that a lot of his um, photography has been exhibited in various museums. Mm -hmm. And so they're sending in this selection um, to, you know, as they say, it's a must-see. It is. He, he was an incredible photographer. Yes, yes, yes. And what's more, they even uh, they gave the link because, he, you know, the, all of this stuff is still... Uh, <clears throat> pardon me um you know you can go to leonard photography.com and actually purchase some you can also um sometimes so some, something sorry we were talking over each other i was talking over you there um i know that danny sometimes sends or sells some things at shop llap.com mm -hmm. as well um so that's a good place to find cool things like she, that uh she, she you don't know if she will be in Vegas I, this year. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't. I haven't. We were going to catch up and then, you know, life happened and that didn't. So, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. For, for, the, for those who don't know, that's uh, Danielle uh, Schwartz, who happens to be the actual grandchild of Leonard Nimoy. That's a reference to his offer of like, pretty much everyone reaching out and saying, I would like you to be my gra honorary grandfather. So, we're all honorary grandchildren of Leonard Nimoy, yeah. but she's the actual one. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like something else that's different besides the um, whole convention. <laughs> well, we have, let's see. Well, we've, we've had selections of science panels before. That's always great fun. Um, I don't know. I suppose the fact that, you know, 100th, uh, sorry, 100th birthday anniversary of Gene Roddenberry, I'm, Curious to see what exactly is that going to be some sort of documentary that they will show? Is that going to be just generally people who 
Yeah. Had known him, worked with him, maybe doing some sort of presentation. Unfortunately, Richard Arnold is no longer with us, and he would have been perfect for that sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah, I would have. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out, and then we'll tell you all about it. Or Maureen <laughs> and Jesse will tell you all about it. <laughs> Post us to me. Uh, uh, something that that is, that is something that traditionally happens and not only at Estelle but at every convention that we will definitely have the costume contest so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious is anybody entering or are you just going to be watching I can't wait to watch it yeah it, it, it's, it's some some of the stuff you you won't believe it and it's very um, how do I put this because obviously you know dress up you know enjoy yourself whatever you want to cosplay is go for it the 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 costume contest is a little bit more specific and strict if you will so so for instance store-bought costumes would not work they actually precisely they ask you know did you make yourself what did you make you know how did you do it so there's a whole process those people who enter the context contest actually have to spend some time during pre-judging when they go through everyone who entered and figure out uh you know the complexity and all the all the intricate information about the costume before you actually go on stage and get judged by. And we've had some amazing judges, I mean, including Michael Westmore one year, well, several years actually. Um, so that's interesting to observe because my goodness, some of the costumes is just incredible fantasy um, and incredible skill of actually making it happen. People who have made their own props and their own prosthetics and uh, amazing sewing skills, I have to say. <laughs> Yeah, I thought, hey, I'm going to just do some disco leather cosplay uh, and, a, you know, leather jacket, lots of black. And that's not going to happen. I'm still just going to be cash like T-shirt <laughs> jeans this year. I uh, sadly, I do not have anything for the craft swap. I'm so sorry, but I still want to like creep on the craft swap. But I think we have some rules this year, Yuzenia, don't we? Um. Oops, sorry. Um, <laughs> rules on the craft swap. Well, we haven't announced them yet, but we were going to try to do a numbered system to kind of cut down on the swarm that ends up happening. So what we were thinking yeah. was assigning everybody a number, um, putting a sticker on them, you know, a little sticker on their clothes or uniform, whatever, and then having that number correspond to their one item or their assortment of items if they have variations on the table and then we would use we would spread out a little bit more and then that way exchange one-on-one with people instead of all swarming the table is what we were thinking Um, and yes we we put it up for not that that we had already decided to do we just haven't announced it yet um but we put up for vote um whether we were going to do slots or not and the overwhelming majority wanted to keep it like a come as you know kind of like a free for all kind of thing yeah so yeah so it's still going to be 5 p.m whoever wants to show up can show up it's about i i want to say i counted 36 people um last time i mean at the last count there are around 36 people that are confirmed to be participating so you can come one day or come all we are eliminating sunday because in the past sunday was typically just a few stragglers kind of just trying to get rid of whatever leftovers they had so we didn't find that you know it was worth 
us trying to get to the space and time. And so anyway, we eliminated Sunday. It'll be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 5 p.m. in Jimmy's place and show up when you can. Yay! <laughs> and, and it's going to be still probably about 15, 20 minutes long, I would think. So, it, you know, don't for anybody that's listening and you. Um, I'm not really sure what it is. Oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> swap, sorry. Craft swap is just, um, we just get together at, at 5 PM at Jimmy's place. It's called now. Um, and we, we exchange things that we've made. Most people have like handcrafted something and the skill range, it varies. Like some people, one of our big, big, uh, popular items one year, and Rodney, shout out to Rodney. He thought like, I'm not crafty. What am I going to do? Everybody loved his item. He basically printed out like Star Trek symbols on paper, cut it out and then glued it to um, one of those. What are they called? Boogie, you would know. It's like a thick popsicle stick. Yeah. So yeah. they were fans. So many of us are perimenopausal. I found those fans. <laughs> so he, his item was so popular. He had to go print and make more. That's how popular. <laughs> so you can be a new crafter or a very experienced crafter. Some people crochet things and knit things and sew things. Um, so basically whatever your level of skill is, you're welcome to come. Um, no one is obligated to swap with each other. Like, some people only swap for um, a, a particular franchise or a p particular character or a particular item. So that's part of the free for all is it's you're, you're welcome to say no, thank you. If you don't want to swap with someone and that's fine, that's everyone is OK with that. Um, so it, it you know, uh, we have a wide range of skill level. And uh, yeah, you just meet. And now it's been likened to Black Friday because what we would do before is just put down our items, all our items on the table. And then you would have about 40 people just swarming the table and reaching and grabbing and stuff. And, and, and there is like some, like, you know, getting to know aspect of it, like, Oh, who made this? And then you meet up with that person and start talking about the item. Um, so it's really fun, but it was a little overwhelming for some people because it was like, it, I mean, it really was like Black Friday. So that's why we're trying to, uh, break that up a little bit by hopefully implementing this numbered system and we'll see how it works we'll ask for feedback after but uh yeah so you're welcome to join it's called stlv craft swap and um there are some screening questions you know like most of our groups but um everyone is welcome to join and it's 5 p.m every day except for the sunday yeah and i'm not particularly crafty i usually have wristbands made and with like something clever printed on them. So I actually, the last year, and I was done in February because I wanted to bring some with me to the cruise because there were a couple of people coming from SLE who knew about craft swap. So they transplanted the idea to the cruise, which was incredibly successful. I'm sure next year we'll see a craft, another craft swap on the cruise as well. But um, I prepared, it was supposed to be the big celebration for Voyager, 25th anniversary. So I had like a whole bag of the wristband saying 25th anniversary of Voyager, and I still have it. <laughs> so I figured, you know what, we technically still continue celebrating DSTs promising uh, a Voyager celebration that should have happened last year. So uh, I'm bringing it. I don't see any reason why we can't have, you know, Voyager wristbands going around. We'll see. Yeah. And, and the majority of things are hand handcrafted things or any like, you know, kind of hybrid, but yeah, there are a few people like Marina who bring very awesome uh, things that they've ordered 
like custom wristbands, um, stickers, uh, nail decals, like nail, um, yeah, nail decals. Um, they're just there. So that, that is an option too. Um, I, Marina can help me out there. I know there are some other things that people order. Um, it depends. The pins. Uh, oh, yeah. The yeah. pins have been very popular. Yeah. yeah. Especially the, especially speaking of the year with the grasshopper. Uh, yeah, Kelly Williams made, the, made the, the, the pins that have the image of a grasshopper wearing a, a red shirt. Um, you know, and it says 2019, STLE 2019. So that was uh, very popular. But yeah, we've had um, uh, out of the, out of the pre-made, I think that's the norm, I think, between the wristbands and the pins. Everything else tends to have some sort of handmade, you know, handmade yeah. soaps, that sort of stuff. Yep. Yeah. There's and and in the group there we have examples we have photos of and and even a very long list of things that people have made in the past so there's something and Mugi like I'm sure you're crafty being a kindergarten teacher so you're welcome to join now okay well <laughs> anyone is welcome um, to out the group and between now and the time we're gonna be there I don't think that it's gonna yeah. happen but but, well, my, but my daughter she made a really cool poster um, and I keep telling her we should print it on shirts. Um, or printed on stickers or something. So postcards and people have done that. Some people have created art and then had their artwork printed up on postcards. And that, uh-huh. that's something that's, you know, mm-hmm. that might be cool. We could do that before we come. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which reminds me, I'm flying to Las Vegas a week early because I'm driving to Ridgecrest to visit my dad and my family. So I'll have mm-hmm. one more week at least closer to Las Vegas to kind of prepare for things and know what's coming up or going on. Um, Maybe we can work on that while we're there. Yeah. That'd be fun. Do I have to join the group first um, on Facebook? Okay. Yes. It's called STLV craft swap. Okay. And if any listeners are interested on the cruise one it's not a group but it's a an event i think within the cruise group and it's called intergalactic crafts swap Mm -hmm. right yep yep yeah so that that's different because we recently had a really funny um (laughs) situation in which i was talking about craft swap and somebody else was like asking questions i'm like it didn't make sense turns out she thought we were talking about the cruise so I had to like make sure that everybody knew, no, they're two separate, separate events. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, it's wonderful. I have to say, I was very impressed. I, I wish we had a slightly maybe larger space. They used the uh, ship's library for that. Um, but it was the same thing. There were so many, yeah, some people had pre-made things, but they were, again, they were custom, you know, so specific. It either said cruise on it or it had uh, Star Trek on it somewhere. But other things were just amazing. A lot of, you know, hand-sewn things, uh, like sleep masks, for example. Um, so it's just fun. And, and I think, I can't remember, um, Yesenia, do you remember what year we started doing this more or less? Like, you know, like, this is a very organized way we're doing it. Because I remember there were years when people would literally, just out of sheer excitement, they would bring stuff, you know, like handmade soaps. And there would be like a table next to one of the theaters. And they would just dump the stuff so people can just take them. You know, just, just to like for people to have fun, not because necessarily like, oh, let's organize an actual craft swap. We've only had this for maybe about five years, right? Oh, well, the the actual group, I think it's been yeah. three years. No, three years, even less. Yeah. But before that, people just kind of swapped in, in line and stuff. Like it was, you know, people always just 
would bring little things in and give give them away in line and things. And then I think my either my first or second year, it was um, a little bit more casual, like, oh, I'm making stuff who, you know, who wants to meet up, come find me at my, um, in my chair or my seat. Um, oh, I'm at Quarks right now who wants to meet. So it was very, very um, loose, you know, loosey goosey. Um, but then we, there were a lot of misconnections because of that. And so um, I think Heather made it into like an event and um, Heather was the one that came up with the five o'clock standing date, come if you can kind of idea. <laughs> I don't remember this. I don't remember. No, you did. I remember because I remember thinking like, oh, that's good. That does not sound organized at all. Because, and I only say that because I've actually run craft swaps in the past because I was a scrapbooker and our craft swaps or they're like hard swaps or layout swaps. They're very, very, you almost kind of have to audition in order to get into them. And it was super, super regimented. Like you had to commit and you had to send these 10 cards, like super, super. And there were consequences if anybody Ooh. messed up. And so this is so much better because it's just very, you know, you're not committed to show up. Um, you can go if you if you have time or if you're sitting in a panel that's like really good, you know, you can go ahead and skip craft swap. No one's going to, you know miss out or whatever and so it's it's it, yeah. thank you heather for coming up with that idea because it, it, it works well like of course you can't please everybody but at least this way you know we're, we're there on vacation like and yeah I, i'm good yeah. at organizing and i'm good at running things but it's also my vacation so anything i can do to make it less a job is is fine by me so um so far everybody's pretty much liked this standing date kind of situation and i think it's worked out pretty well well, I appreciate that you have taken it over <laughs> because I, I think I can admit now, however many years, 10, 11 years into STLV that yes, I do a lot of things and I do too much that I take on more than I can handle. Um, and it's something that I've thought about and that I am so grateful for more fans and more people coming to the conventions more people wanting to organize things because it often falls to, you know, certain people to organize stuff. And it's not easy to do that. Um, and there's my dogs. Uh, so yes, yeah, spe special shout out to everyone who is organizing a fan event uh, for all that hard work. I'm putting myself on mute. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with Heather because I know like my first year, it seemed like Heather was planning everything that was, you know, fan-based, which is great. Thank you. But it also like set the tone for other people. Like, um, it doesn't have to be the same people constantly organizing things. If anybody, um, you know, is good, like, like Eric, for example, he's like super good at, you know, um, keeping things organized and he's a runner and decided to start the, 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 what's it called the strip run um strip run. and the strip and, run. Yeah, yeah and he was and he was not you know and he was actually okay this started off as a joke between the two of us about me not running except to a bus or away from zombies and now look now he's allowed us walkers to you know join in on his event and um you know there are some logistics to work out and stuff but that's 
that's another thing that if he hadn't said, hey, let let me do this thing that I like and let me open it up to other people and see who else likes to, you know, do that thing. And and then it becomes like, honestly, it's like one of my favorite events um, at STLV is because it's just nice to walk the strip and get to know people that way. And we're not rushing anywhere. I mean, it's not like a casual walk either, but it's a great way for people to get to know each other um, on day one, you know, especially if people are new. Um, it's just nice to be able to see a friendly face for the rest of the week. And if it wasn't for, you know, Eric expressing that desire to run the strip, like we would not have had the event that we have now. And so, and hopefully, like you say, this inspires other people to like, uh, think of other things that they might want to enjoy and reach out and see if anybody else wants to do that too. I can't, I can only imagine what else we're going to, what other kind of events are going to be out there in the future, you know? Yeah, it's like a golden age of conventions and trek conventions now. Um, I just wanted to do one last little shout out here for Ali, who Marina already mentioned earlier, Ali Ingman for organizing um, the, the no substance party, as we're calling it, because that is something that people have asked for forever and ever and ever. And it's really hard because of the way that the Rio is set up to have events like this. This is not at the Rio. It's about three minutes away. Um, but I don't drink anymore. I actually don't think I'll mind being around the bars with less people if that's the case. And hey, we go to bed at one. Just kidding. Um, but it takes a person to step up and say, I'm going to organize this. And as much as you know, we all want to add stuff, at least those of us that go every year, like, I think there are a lot of us that like to give back to our family and, and like to do these things. But again, it really takes that commitment from, from people to do it. And I, that's just something that I appreciate so, so much because now we get to have a party like that and I'm not running it like someone else is. And it's just great. And I hope that more stuff like this comes in future years, whether it's STLV or official convention or Dragon Con. I said to myself, if for some reason this convention gets canceled, I'm just going to go to Vegas. Like, I know, like, not if it's bad, understand me. But like, if, if creation turned into, if STLV turned into something that I no longer wanted to attend and the same thing happens with the official convention because it's a very different event. I just want to go have a, a weekend with my Trekkie friends. <laughs> so like, how do I organize that? And then we're back to, you know, that kind of thing. But similar to your LA away team, like you have that little group of people that now that we eventually will get to see each other again, <laughs> you get to do that. Um, here in Colorado, we don't really have that. New York, Marina, you guys have an yeah. away team. Um, those are really cool things. And I think that, you know, there's usually not celebrities at OAT meetups, but at least you get that infusion of being with your people, so to speak. And that is really what I need <laughs> after all of this last year and a half is just to be with everyone, uh, because it's the people that make the convention for me. And so, sorry, I went on a spiel about how much I love you guys. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be wonderful i can't wait to see everyone i'm sure it's at some point it's gonna be a little bit weird at first because it's almost like did i forget how to people <laughs> i've been sitting yeah. and working from home for a year and a half but um still 
you know. Yeah. It, it'll I do... be interesting. I, I just to, to sorry to interrupt. I just saw mm. a, an internet meme recently where somebody said, like, it's amazing how, you know, a year more than a year changes you know like you make actually relationship that work via you know this sort of screen to screen uh and then it's like you know know somebody else's you know fairly intimately and then you've never actually seen their legs you know (laughs) 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 oh wow you're taller than i thought you were or oh um, wow you're shorter than i thought you were That's me, Moogie and Cadet. I'm very short. <laughs> I think you tell that by my personality. <laughs> yeah, no. There, we one year we did a like convention etiquette episode, and I think you know this is a good good year to remind everybody that yeah, we've all been through this pandemic, but we are peopling together many for the first time in a big event. Um, I have a lot of anxiety that you know, surrounds all of it. And so even when we're there, we might find ourselves in difficult moments, um, having to go like peace out in our room or whatnot. And so I just remind everybody to just be kind to each other and supportive and don't take things personally. If someone seems irritated or upset, just keep going in the other direction. (laughs) Uh, There's... uh, the, the last thing we need is, you know, people getting upset at each other at this great event. And so I think it's just really important to remind everyone to, oh, I feel like a mom to be on their best <laughs> trek behavior. That's ridiculous. But you know what I mean? Just be nice to everybody. Be kind. We've all been through a really, really difficult time. And even going to this event is a little scary. So patience, kindness, gratitude, all those good things. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we covered quite quite a range of a little bit of everything at the convention, but I'm, I'm actually wondering, those who are first-timers, do you have any specific questions about some of the experiences? Because, you know, a lot of the stuff is like, it's already ingrained here. We've been doing this for many years. So you, I don't really think about it. It's like, oh, that could be an interesting, unusual thing. How do you do something? Um, and, and again, it's only based on prior year's experience. Perhaps there will be new rules, protocols, procedures, who knows. But anything specific you'd like to ask? I feel like I'm going to be playing it by ear as we go because it is going to be so yeah. different. <laughs> so um, uh, I guess I'm curious then, what is a like, real-time line of communication? I'm pretty sure I can count on Yez if I need to text her and ask her a question. But like in general, is there like a, a way to um, find real-time information, I guess. Uh, during the, like normally the, our group is moderated. Um, Rio is not moderated, so you can actually post there at any time. But for the duration of the convention, we, we shut off the moderation. So pretty much because a lot of people are at the convention and will be sharing, I'm sure, on the normal year, there's actually a lot of sharing going on. So whatever's going on, people will be commenting and posting pictures and and doing this. Sometimes you actually get, you know, speaking of real life stuff, if you do have an autographing that is taking up a long time, people will normally say, can you, you know, if it is a gold signer, can you please post which number they're at or which row they're doing? And people will be doing that real life, sorry, real life, real time right there in the group. So I I think these two groups are probably our greatest resource as far as I still is concerned at this point so whatever comes up you know if you have a question please post somebody will answer yeah 
Yeah. Well, that's, we've kind of been doing that and just letting everything through instead of having just a Marina or just Jesse get to the question first, which they're still really good at doing. Uh, we're, we're just kind of letting everybody help each other. And some questions that, you know, you may have seen in past years, we're letting through because we're all still learning. Uh, and it's good to make friends. I know that uh, you will meet myself, Marina, Ron, maybe as any, we'll see at the uh, newbies event, we will be there. Um, I think I could speak for myself and that I am, I'm not going to give people my phone number, but like, if you see me in the hallway, don't be afraid to say hi. If you have a question or need help, it's okay to approach me. I'm a safe person. Um, I, I think what I might do is take a picture of like myself with my mask and maybe we have like a thread every day for the group that we're like, this is me uh, or something. And that way people, people will recognize me. I, you know, I have tattoos, but they may be covered because it's cold. So with the mask on, I think that that's probably what I'll end up doing. And then. You know, it's, a, it's a tricky, tricky thing this year, because in previous years we would normally, you know, be like a recommendation, which is a yes you know would normally post like please put your real picture as your profile mm -hmm. so people can recognize can put the face with the name and then you meet the people all this time it's kind of tricky this year because we don't have that and we haven't done the name badges again because yeah. this, this year is just weird it's been um, not exactly something that made sense to organize fewer um, people coming in all that so uh i don't know I actually am going to use my, my badge. Oh, sorry. Lena. Any suggestions? Yes, I have one. <laughs> so I, I mean, I obviously not everybody has these, but I'm going to use my badge from a few years ago that um, Jeff had made for, for being a friend of the show, just because it has my name very clearly and in a bigger font so that people can either see it and go, oh, I know, yes. Or if people meet me or, you know, and can't pronounce my name because they usually can't, then I could just like hold it up and, you know, um, I, and I know that that's not going to happen in the group this year and that's fine. Nobody, but if people want, I think it would be helpful to print out their name or we had the one year where we were like, where, you know, some of us had the like sticky name badges, but they've, fell off like mine is still on Jesse's uniform in his closet he said uh, <laughs> I think and now I know some people don't like them and that's fine but um I find it very useful to be able to um see somebody's name written I just remember it much easier than if they tell me um so that might be an option um I you know this isn't junior high you're not going to get kicked in the butt if you make yourself a name badge do it if you want to, you know, make it easier for people to remember who you are. Why not? Or or don't, you know, but it's certainly an option, I think. So um, and I just find it helpful because my name is so tricky for people. Um, we will have name tags at the newbie and solo travelers event. Uh, Lambda Quadrant is being kind enough to provide those. So no matter where we end up gathering for that, there will be name tags. But it might just be like a sticky name tag and not any kind of like fancy thing. Uh, so there is that. But yeah, we hope that in the future we can do name tags again. Um, that's a good idea. Although, okay, anyway, sorry. 
I like but, mine has my la- my actual last name, which I don't like using anymore. Although everybody at S2 yeah. no, knows who I am. So <laughs> I, you know, Heather, I'm the same way. I used to be very, very open, but after this last year and so yeah. many nuts, uh, I, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah. I have made up like monikers for myself. Everywhere now. Yep. Yep. But yeah, I think any way to kind of help people know who you are, if you want to be recognizable or known um, is good. But I like to put out there for our group, at least that if you see us, we are generally very approachable. Um, Don't be scared just because we're with somebody, but be mindful of, you know, what we're doing, just like you would anybody. Don't come up and interrupt the big conversation or something. Uh, But you will you will find friends. Uh, definitely at the newbies and solo travelers, you will run into people in lines uh, throughout the weekend. And I just, I really encourage people to, I know it's so very, very hard sometimes to be the person, person who initiates a conversation. Um, and I try to be that person when I can be, but it, it helps for everybody to try because that's the best way to ensure that you're going to meet people. Uh, so most of us are very, well, very friendly. I can't wait to meet Liz because <laughs> I'm good at talking in the beginning, but I'm not so good at keeping it going. <laughs> so I can't wait to meet Liz. Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> I um, I put myself on mute for a while because I was being texted by a friend. Um, I, 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 I'm. I'm in the beginning, I'm I'm polite, but once you get to know me, as you're getting to know me, I don't shut up. Just tell me to shut up, Liz. I've heard that my whole life. <laughs> but I, I'm very excited. I, I'm like, as I said, I'm just texting with a friend who's who is still working as a nurse, and she's like, oh God, she was telling me how terrible it is again. And I'm like, we're supposed to go and see another friend this weekend. And we're like, Maybe we won't go because we have to protect Liz so she can still go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> that is so kind. And actually, Heather, I'm coming to I'm coming to Denver for I gather you're from Denver. I have never been to Denver before and I'm coming to see my kid. So because it's on the way. You and love it. You well, it's kind of hot here right now, but it's hot everywhere. So uh it's and it's okay, I'm from Florida. Crazy. Well, hey, yeah. I just, yeah, my parents are too. And it was 110 degrees with the heat index when I was yeah. there. It was not fun. Um, oh. But yeah, it, Denver's great. Feel free to um, reach out if you need ideas on stuff to do or anything. Oh, yeah. oh Richard is already, he's been there for, for a couple of years. Okay. So he's, some of the things we've canceled because of the proximity uh, to you know, like not going down the mine. I don't want to be that close to people. <laughs> but, um, I'm on Red Rocks and things like that. Yeah. We're going to do. But I, I I told him I don't really care about him and his girlfriend. I haven't met my grand dogs yet. <laughs> you sound like my mom. <laughs> so yeah, Wednesday in Pugsley. I'm looking forward to meeting them. Oh, how cute! That is so sweet. Yeah, so I'm I'm very excited. I because of the last before COVID and taking care of blah 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 blah. I haven't, I haven't seen my son for two years. So this is very exciting. So it was on the way. That's just exciting. Yeah. So no matter what, I'm going to have a great time. I am a lazy lump right now because as I said, I'm still isolating. I'm not working. I'm catching up all the programs so that I, so I can 
you know, sound half intelligent. <laughs> and uh, it's it's like, as I said, I have literally been in a restaurant twice in the last year and a half. And uh, so I, I, I'm very excited. And as I said, I have N95s. I have about 30 masks. One must always accessorize appropriately. <laughs> I have a feeling that Yes awesome. has quite a lot of masks that are going to be perfect for SDLV. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I didn't, um, I was using like these uh, medical grade masks even to go to the post office this past year because I was super paranoid. But um, so I don't have all the fabric masks, or at least I didn't before, all the fabric masks that everybody else had. Um, and yeah, I didn't have any Trek ones. So I ha- went on Etsy for the last like, few weeks and just ordered a bunch and there's somebody that was they're like on clearance um somebody was selling them for two dollars and fifty cents so i bought all the ones she had (laughs) um and i I may still you know put them over my medical grade ones but um i i was going to wear the masks regardless of any mandates just because that's what i feel comfortable with but um yeah Yeah. i'm I'm, going to make them fun i'm going to you know like, got to have some fun, got to show your, your Trekdom off, you know, especially at the Star Trek convention. So yeah, I'm glad that the mask mandate is back. I feel a little bit safer about that. Um, of course, it's not foolproof, especially, you know, given the variety of quality of masks, but something's better than nothing. So, yeah. Um, Actually, the cutest masks is um, M- Melissa. I have seven of her masks yeah, and her matching totes. <laughs> You'll recognize me. I'll be so easy. It'll be my, my Gertie gravel voice and my, um, cause I'm a delinquent and, um, you'll also recognize me cause you, <laughs> my, everything will match. Everything will match. That's why I can't do the craft swap because I just don't have enough room. <laughs> and I also have, presents for my son and family are matching pajamas and things like that. So it's good because I'll have space to bring things home. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Who makes the mask you said? Is it Melisa Longo or who? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh. She does some, she, she does some wonderful things. Her stuff is gorgeous. And she's so sweet. The first time I ordered a mask from her and a bag, she sent me a second mask and I actually, I felt like kind of funny, but through, through Ryan and I kind of, who I, I messaged them both and said, I'm not a creepy person, but thank you. I, I want to thank Melissa. So I, I follow her now. And then I ordered seven more. I have them in every color. Cause I, I would rather, I bought most of my masks from Etsy. Some people have given me Star Trek masks as presents. And there was another company. I try and do everything that I can I through am. Etsy or really? personal businesses. Uh-oh. All right. We actually starting I'm to know. So some of the people starting to drop off simply, I mean, we're already at nearly two hours at this point. Um, so Oh, goodness. Uh, I'm just trying to think, like, is there any particular topic we haven't spoken about, touched upon, because we covered pretty much everything. We can wrap up and, uh, well, in two weeks, we'll be seeing each other. Well, I'm sorry, Greg, 
up for you. And then, but we'll, I, I, I promise, I guess that's it. Um, any, gonna, any, any last one? <laughs> well, I, I'm going to be walk, keeping a very close eye on Facebook um, yeah. for it all. I'm obviously sorry I can't be there. I'm going to miss not running around with my camera as well. I do like to to take um, pictures of people and the good cosplay uh, cosplayers that are there. So, um, But yeah, I really hope you all enjoy it, guys. Thank you very much. And I, I sincerely hope that next year, uh, granted, we're going to be at a different location temporarily with, with Vegas Convention, but I'm, I'm really hopeful that we'll all see each other. Uh, very quickly, I, since DST is still on the books for this year in November, are you planning to go there? I have, I have my hotel booked. I'm in the Ibis mm -hmm. across from the XL uh, yeah. arena. Um, I haven't booked my tickets yet. I'm, I'm not that confident. <laughs> Yeah, the way the way, well, uh, the way things are going, but uh, I, if it goes ahead, I'll be there. Okay, well, hopefully, if things well do not get worse and things go as planned, so hopefully, I will see you at least there because my yeah. my tickets got transferred to this year. Yeah, and um, so I'm hoping to be there, but we'll sh we shall see. There's still plenty of time until November. Yeah. All right. Uh, any, any last words, comments, um, anything before we wrap up? Everybody's exciting for the con, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to seeing you in person. That was going to be wonderful. That that's the best part. I think that's the the uh, motto of the this convention: just go and see people. Yeah, all I right. Think well, you said it's like a family reunion, and yeah. we're two years overdue. So yeah, it's going to be very much overdue. Yeah. <laughs> At the very least, even if the convention gets canceled, a lot of us are still going and it'll be a nice, relaxed family vacation, <laughs> family reunion, I should say. Yeah. Well, all right. Thank you, everyone who joined us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's been wonderful. I hope, you know, between general chatter, you know, you got something useful out of this conversation as well and again those who are listening who are not uh, star trek convention experiences and uss rio sclu group please join in ask questions and um keep on tracking everyone mm -hmm.